five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the Wisconsin DMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. This was a, a headline that attracted me from Kenneth Hine. It says, seek out creatives must seek out boredom. And uh, this is about a series that Questlove is putting together on creativity. And he's going to be talking with other um, artists and uh, creative people about what drives their creativity. And it's actually quite a good article. Uh, he, uh, I didn't know there was a person such as Questlove, but obviously they are creative person because you wouldn't have a name like that and i'm going to play the video commercial introducing the show because this is my favorite brand of scotch but i always thought it was italian scotch and so let's go over to that and, and have a look here and here we go when you're on a mission to craft something you don't care about efficiency or economy you cater to the soul not the bank there's a voice in your head that keeps asking, how can I make this better? Join me on a quest for craft, my partnership with the Belvini, a new digital series about the obsessive, never-ending, whatever-it-takes journey to create something extraordinary. Okay, the Belvini. See, I thought it was always Belvini, like an Italian scotch, which I thought was the funniest name ever. Uh, but it's also really good scotch. At least I think so. I buy the mid-price one. And uh, I think it's available at Costco. I mean, it's, it's just a smooth, great scotch. But I, but it's it's Balvini, not Belvini. Okay, so we got that right. Anyway, so back to the article. Um, here we go. Back to the article. This is hard stuff to do. Back to the article. He's going to have a bunch of people down here and you know i was a producer for a cd for the uh, style consultant that's excellent and uh, but at some point the producer just steps in and says when is this going to be done <laughs> and you know because the creative will keep breaking it and i've worked with uh a couple of really really creative people that had some great ideas but right when they got to the point of it being commercially viable they would change it and then after a couple of years of changing it and perfecting it, they would want to change it back. By now, the patents had expired. The trademarks are all uh, stale and, you know, and they hadn't put it into use. Anyway, but this says, I learned uh, in March 2020, he learned the power of boredom. He said everything he held dear was hours away because um, he was working on a movie on a farm way upstate with none of my friends, my band, my studio, everything I loved. All I had was silence, and I didn't know how bad I needed it. I used to make fun of all my friends who had cabins up in the woods and all that stuff. I realized how important, I realized how important silence and boredom is because that's when ideas come to you. Something to really think about. Get away for a day or two. I was up trying to hunt yesterday and I'm also trying to perfect an, another invention that I've uh, patented uh, this spring and it does work it just the setup is we don't I mean I haven't just hadn't hadn't had enough hours in it you gotta you gotta figure out the setup I told my wife it's about like putting on scuba gear yeah and and when scuba gear you know what you don't want to have happen is get your tanks on your weight belt on your fins on and then realize you forgot your wetsuit because it all would come off. 
Anyway, so excellent article. Go over to WDMA.org and subscribe, and you get the show notes every day. They're up there. A camo wedding dress. Okay, now this is something I had never seen before, and it's on sale through this week for a mere 750 bucks. And unlike most wedding dresses, this does not have to be a one-shot deal. You can have repeated shots if you go hunting year after year after year. Now, I would put a jacket on it because it gets cold out in the hunting. And probably if you're deer hunting, you want to put a, you know, like a blaze orange jacket and hat on. But the rest of you would be camoed up really great. Um, Okay, let's go on. Direct, I don't know why I like that article, but it just was, you know, something different. A new study by R.R. Donnelly. This is in... Print Canada, which is something I haven't, I don't know if I've ever seen an article by, but it popped up from yesterday. And uh, Direct Marketing, uh, Donnelly released a new study. Now, I think I already covered this in much more detail. Uh, You can go over there and get, but, you know, basically the idea was that Gen Z's, 65% of them had a greater interest in mail this year than they had in 2019, uh, partly because of the pandemic. Only 36 were excited about receiving mail. Now, you know, people think that's lo- that's terrible, but, you know, we're going to get to Steve and you in just a second. You know, people say, well, I like the personalized mail or I like the personalized ads. Yes, that's right. You do because not because you feel a need. But what they don't realize is that they've been getting, let's say, car repair mailers for every month for two years. And it had no interest, so they say, that's junk mail. I don't see why I, that guy keeps mailing me. And then all of a sudden, the check engine light comes on. And in the mailbox, there's a, there's a postcard or something from the car repair place. And they think, oh, man, I need to get, that reminds me, I need to get that car fixed. I better call this guy or QR code and set an appointment or something. See, now they say, oh, man, it's amazing that that guy got to me just at the right time. And that's why personalization is always such a hot topic because consumers, once you're in the market, it's relevant. It's the same mailing piece, virtually, comes over and over and over, or the same TV ad, or the same whatever it is. Advertising is mostly irrelevant until you have the need. There are some great, sometimes great ads that create a need, but, you know, Direct definition of marketing is find a need. It doesn't mean that you can find the need. It means that you've got to tell a lot of people and some will have the need. And so, you know, I was going to put up a video. There's a uh, Ask Dabich does a, she has the Adland, uh, Adland website and she had an ad up about women's underwear that doesn't leak. Okay, I didn't know that was a thing that women, I mean, I just didn't think about it, right? But now I know about it. I'm not going to play it for you. And then I saw another news story about uh, about um, <laughs> about an ad for men's underwear that kept the yuck from your junk, junk or something like yuck from the yuck. I don't know. Anyway, we're going to skip them all. But the point is, I don't have any interest in either of them. <laughs> but if you did, and some people do, then at least it's clear what they're selling. Okay, which brings me to Stephen Yu. Don't be creepy. And I think that's kind of a Halloween theme. I hope so. Anyway, but he's absolutely right. This is an excellent, excellent 
uh, article. And if you want more on this, you might want to visit, uh, you might want to go over and visit, let's see, my book somewhere up back here behind me. Uh, anyway, there's a there's a book called Spinning Straw into Gold, and I was going to grab it, but I didn't. And uh, it's about how to turn data into money. There's an excellent line in here, what I love. When it comes to personalization, either most marketers either do too little, they just send the same message to everybody, and that can work. It just depends on how many people need what you have and how good it is what you have at satisfying that need. And people will think it's personalized when they need it. Okay, so you can do too little, same message to everyone, test it, test it, test, test, test. Because sometimes, like with Musician's Friend, you know, we were sending out about 6 million catalogs a year. And, you know, uh, I was doing the modeling and we were getting great results with just target, better targeting of the customers. But then they said, well, you gave speeches about how you could target, you know, like the drummers. Are the drummers different than the guitar players? Well, we did some profiling and demographic analysis and a couple of models and it turned out they were pretty not only were they pretty different but besides what they bought they you know they they lived in different places and they had different quite a bit different interests so it was easy to separate the guitar players from the drummers and so the whole deal they actually had their purchasing people i think uh tell their merchants and vendors that they wanted them to advertise in the drum edition or in the guitar edition and they raised i think $10 million to offset the cost of the catalog, which was, you know, almost 100% of it. Uh, you figure at 60, 60 cents a piece, but it was probably a little more than that. But they did offset a lot of the cost. And so we tried, you know, we were able to model. It was a lot, a lot of work. It was a lot of work for them. And when people are advertising in your catalog, they want creative authority. They say, well, I'm paying for this page. I want to say what goes on it. And it can really mess up a catalog pagination. But anyway, when we did the back-end analysis, what we found was that guitar players were buying drums in the guitar catalog, and drum players were buying guitars. And it didn't make any sense, and it was a lot of work. And so after about two years of trying, we finally just decided that sending the same message, which was about a 250-page catalog, was less trouble, more efficient, a better deal, and worked better. Okay, so you know, you know, we could all we could we could do we were printing at quad, so we could do demo bind and stuff. Um, anyway, we call people creepy when they get closer to you than you want them to be, and they tell you about things that they shouldn't know, and you consider them a stalker. <clears throat> So don't assume and don't be fake. Fake smiles. There's no real harm. Bye-bye. The, the flight attendant says as you're leaving, thank you for flying uh, Midwest Express, etc. Okay. But keywords to remember are that you're not in person and knowing too much is not good and being salesy. Okay. So a face unseen raises the level of suspicion. I think that's true. I know that the dogs out here, a lot of people bring their dogs to work in my office building. And when I had a mask on months ago, the dog came running. This dog knows me. You know, dog came running at me, growling. So dogs know. Uh, there's a cost to masks besides the benefit. 
I'm not going to discuss the benefit, but there's a, there is absolutely a cost. And when you're a face unseen, it raises the level of suspicion. Um, most people here, this is a priceless line. Most people are already afraid that online businesses know way too much. In this, they may be giving too much credit to marketers who don't know what to do with all the accumulated data. That is so, so, so true. And most of it is worthless. You know, that's where my book starts out. <laughs> Spinning straw into gold, you got to understand straw is mostly worthless. It's a hygiene product. It's not a food for animals. It's a hygiene product that goes underneath the animal and catches what comes out of the animal, and it's full of that. Okay? So, you know, here's the typical, oh, you just bought a sound bar for your TV. That's a bar that gives, like, bigger bass. Uh, let me assume that you need many more of these. <laughs> there, Here are other sound bars you may have missed in case you're building a whole collection. Right, exactly. And here's the, here's the real nugget. Predictive modeling does not provide new facts. What it does is it looks at historical the historical record. And you could still be wrong. And there's a famous case where, where I think it was Target uh, started modeling and they figured out that they could spot pretty likely when, when uh, a, a woman was expecting. Now that on itself is not too bad. But instead of having some humility, that which uh, you points out later, uh, they just went all after it and said, you might be pregnant, so here's some products you might be interested in or something like that. And a father found out his teenage daughter was pregnant thanks to this direct marketing, direct mail campaign. The trouble was in the usage. Likely to become a mother, question mark, is not the same as you're, you must be pregnant. They actually found out that when women switched to unscented lotions, that that was one of the key indicators. Fascinating. Okay, so you can be softer. You say, we believe you may need this product. Or don't even say that. Just place the personalized products and offers in strategic places. The thing that I, the one that I admire most is what Amazon has been doing since day one. Now, at day one, they didn't know how to figure out what else somebody might want. So they just took the first five items that were, were, were ordered in conjunction with a new title. Whatever they were, didn't care. They didn't care. They just had five slots of other part numbers, and they rigged their system up so it would show those parts of books. So if you bought a book on cooking, but then you also bought a book on hunting, and then you also bought a book on uh, knitting, those would be in there forever with that book. Didn't matter. And they knew it was nutty, and it might not make any sense, but in general, it did make sense, right? People tended to buy books in, in groups that were related. Uh, so what they said was... People who bought this also bought. There's no claim that we're doing fancy magic to guess what you're going to buy. There's no hubris in there. They just tell you the fact is that some people, maybe just one person, <laughs> bought this book and also bought. You know, well, and guess what? That approach keeps working. I, I checked it just a couple weeks ago, and it still says, people who bought this also bought. I think I saw one, no, I think I saw one the other day that said, 
you might also like, and now they're kind of putting it together in bundles. Well, after 20 years or 25 years, maybe they can maybe they can actually look at the instances and see what is most often bought together, which would be a, a higher level, but not very high and doesn't really tell you what's going on, but it would prevent you from complete silliness. Okay, but they still basically have this, this thing. So acting as if you're not 100% sure is best. Models and personas are not hard facts, but mere likelihoods. And just because I bought something yesterday does not mean I need it today. And no matter what I bought today, I don't even know what I'm going to need tomorrow. So if I don't know me with all I know about me, you're not going to know me either. Like and share, comment. I found out that comments are worth like 20 likes on LinkedIn. So, I mean, yeah, liking is fine, but share and comment is even better it proves to me you watch to the end say hippopotamus put that in the comments that means you watched all the way to the end it will give you a test and will give you a bonus and a gold star have a great day bye bye hippopotamus okay right <laughs>